Will and Christian in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Will and Christian in the morning. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Will. And Will, how you doing? How's your week? It's been pretty good. We're uh we're wrapping up finals here. Um, well, kind of finals have just started, but we're wrapping up the semester, so still lots of studying and lots of feeling guilty when I'm not studying. Um, <laughs> But I just had, I had one of my exams already. We both had our finance exam. Thank God that's over. Yeah, that was one that I was really worried about. So Mm -hmm. uh, now I just have the other ones to worry about that I was putting off before. But um, I'm excited for, you know, the semester to be over. It kind of went by really fast, but I'm excited to be able to take advantage of being at home instead of feeling like pressured to study all the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, same thing. You know, we, we, I also had finance and I had another exam that day. So I have three more, but, um, I am very much looking forward to, like you said, being at home, um, and like actually enjoying myself at home instead of like being up in my room in class or studying all the time. Um, it's getting nicer. Like today, beautiful day. I'm I'm going outside after this. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So I'm very, you know, happy about that. Um, I'm looking for, I will say, I guess this is kind of getting into pre-show news. Um, I'm very much looking forward to the new Clone Wars episode, the final episode of the entire series, oh. which comes out this Monday, May 4th. May Get the 4th. It? May 4th. And that's also when they're putting Rise of Skywalker on Disney Plus. So the entire yeah. Skywalker saga, I mean, I don't, whatever. But like the entire <laughs> Skywalker saga will now be on um, Disney Plus. Although I still think Solo is on Netflix. Yes, if- that's correct. So that should be moving sometime. I don't know when, but um, obviously no spoilers. But this last episode crushed me, and oh, no. I, it's I mean it was re- really really good, but it's like really really sad because like you know we're getting towards the end, and mm. now um, this last episode I don't know what else they're gonna do. So I am. Well, I heard that. I remember hearing that they were gonna maybe bring ahsoka into the next season of the mandalorian i did hear live that action that. which would be really cool it would be um, very cool but yeah i've i've also started watching the clone wars again i'm still only on season two but mm. it i've told christian this it takes me like a little bit to get into that show just to get into the mood to watch it but lately kind of been on a star wars kick again um yes i've been watching clone wars i've been playing the uh battlefront 2 on playstation which has been a lot of fun also but mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's starting to like I'm starting to like the arcs more. I think I just started one where um they're chasing General Grievous again as they always do. But the oh, next yes. episode says that Rex goes to a planet and finds a deserter, so I'm really oh, interested to oh, see how that turns out. Yes. Um, that's but yeah, I'm really I keep seeing uh like screenshots from the new episodes though. I'm really excited for when the animation kind of changes styles and gets better cuz I like the animation right now, but I can tell it's like it's aged a little bit. It's, it's so 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 good. The the animation this season, and there are like a couple fights that they did like motion capture for. Really? So the animation is just like oh. And I'm also flawless. I'm also waiting for Ahsoka to get a little less annoying. Yeah, uh, she does. I promise she dies. Because she's still like she's she's fine now, but there's it's still snippy. times where I'm like, okay, yeah, they still call each other snips and like Sky Guy or whatever. Yeah. But... I'm like okay, like, let's let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, no, I am enjoying it. I'm excited to to catch up. That's really good. That's uh, that's exciting. All right, so we got some 
some pre-show news today before we get into our main topic. Yes. So, um, we'll start out. Obviously, lots of these movies are either canceled or mostly delayed. Yeah. But um, so obviously, uh, The Matrix Four and John Wick Four, both very highly anticipated movies, have been delayed. But before they were delayed, they were originally supposed to come out on the same day. And it's funny because, you know, it's both Keanu Reeves, but now no, they're not. Yeah, no more Keanu Day. Very sad. Big sad. I think it's a, that's a mistake on their part. Not, I mean, there's not a whole lot they can do about it right I now. I mean, but. true that. But that's, uh, that's kind of sad. No, uh, no wholesome 100 breathtaking Keanu Reeves. Even though both movies probably wouldn't be a very wholesome. <laughs> no, definitely not. But... Yeah, I mean, I'm still excited for both of them, but I've never seen The Matrix. I know we talked about John Wick, but I've never seen The Matrix either. And it's on Netflix. I've seen like half of the first one. I've seen all the John Wick movies, but I have I've seen like half of the first Matrix, and I never finished it. Yeah, I need I need to check it out soon. There's like I still haven't watched any of the Tarantino stuff on Netflix. I'm just never Uh, like I'll sit down and I'll be like, all right, it's been a day of studying and worrying about finals. I just want to watch like The Office or something and not have early like community something i've seen before that. yeah <laughs> something that's feel good even though like these are really good movies i'm assuming or and i've heard but oh, they are very good yes i'll get to them eventually they're on the yeah. list. <laughs> long list um but next up so i saw this i there's not a whole lot of information about it but i saw that they're making a transformers animated prequel that i think is going to have like optimus prime and megatron and everybody in it um and it's being helmed by someone i forget i should have looked this up again before the show but who made some other animated movie that was really good and i know that with bumblebee the other year uh i heard that that was like pretty well received so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if uh, the transformers movies start to be good <laughs> we'll see now is this like it's is it a prequel to like the the movies with like like the michael bay movies with shia labeouf or is it like a prequel to like the animated movie or the animated tv or series that i'm not sure and i think it's still very like in early yes stages of development but um oh yes uh someone who was like a big i think maybe the creative director on toy story 4 or no the director of toy story 4 is working on this animated prequel and i think it's a prequel for the um the michael bay movie wow that's really interesting doing like an animated prequel to a live action movie series also i this i saw this on tiktok um (laughs) so i followed dan pavenmeyer who is because that while we're on the topic of animated who's the like co-creator phineas and ferb and they're working on the movie that's supposed to come out this year from home so hopefully it's still comes out when it was supposed to because I, I completely forgot about it and then i saw yeah. him he did like a little song about working from home and he's they're working on it which is very happy to hear was that the one the it was like a song with him uh swampy marsh and then like uh dietrich baker wayne brady was that was that the one i said uh you? that was that's a different one. Oh, that's that, a, that was a different song about yeah he, he keeps posting like little little songs he does he did one where he's like joking about he has to be his own IT guy at home, and like he's working, but then he has to make his kids lunch and stuff. It's pretty funny. Oh, that's he cute. puts out good stuff on TikTok for sure. All right, I'll give him a follow. Yeah. That's funny. So uh, next, kind of big little controversy here. Um, Regal and Cinemark 
uh, to you know big movie theaters are banning movies that don't stick to their original window of release. And this started with a little movie called Trolls World Tour. Who so I mean, I, as you know, um, Trolls World Tour did not release in theaters. Instead, it released on demand. I think the same day it was supposed to come out in theaters. Yes. So you could buy it at home. And so now I think I mean I don't know too much about this. Like now theaters are like not showing movies that didn't stick to their original. Yeah, I'm not. Thing. I think Regal's just angry because even though like none of their theaters are open, they were angry because now they're losing out on money that they could have had if they had waited to release it. I think, um, yeah. but like AMC doesn't care. They're like, well, we'll put it up on the big screen and <laughs> once we can reopen. Like yeah. it's fine because I know Trolls World Tour has made like a good amount of money despite being on demand only. Mm-hmm. So, and I I think maybe theaters are scared that this could be the future, um, which yeah, I don't see happening, but, um, wasn't yeah, it's there, definitely... Like, hmm? Wasn't there also some controversy that also had to do with Trolls World Tour that, like, some theater was, like, banning all Universal movies? Um, that sounds familiar. I think, like, some... I forget what it was, but, like, Universal, I think struck a deal with some other movie theater company and then like the the theater that they would that like originally showed their movies are like no longer showing their movies i don't know like exactly um huh. i, I what, think i have heard of that though but yeah like, it'll be interesting uh, to see what because there's always been issues between studios and theaters so there's like with disney and star wars and everything but or like when every single movie theater in South Korea was showing Endgame on every screen or something for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a weird thing to see once these places start opening up, if they open back up, because yeah. I know AMC I just, like, was... went bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Oh, yeah. I think it was the whole thing with the, the Regal, like, not wanting to show these. Um, they, like, don't stick to their uh, release time. So they're, like, not going to show the movies that were should have come out now like later on because then it's going to be like a while after they should have come out mm-hmm. yeah. so oh, no. interesting. Um, yeah so i have a little news the in our bad movie breakdown to nutty by nature episode uh with friend of the pod rose we talked Shout about a show that uh rose and i are big fans of mystery science theater 3000 so um i guess because of everything going on the current cast of the live tour, um, which is the one that I saw when it came to Philly, um, <laughs> they're going to be doing a, a riff along to in a really old episode of the show um, tomorrow, actually May third, if you're listening at a different time. But they're gonna they're gonna riff live, I guess, a stream over. Uh, I don't think they're ad libbing, but they're gonna do it over an old episode that was ad libbed, I think, back in the day, and I forget what it is, but it's some weird like monster movie or something but um that's something that i'm probably going to tune into if i have time because i could use a laugh in these in these times and mystery science theater always is able to deliver for me at least oh but, yeah, yeah. Sure. speaking of laughs and during this time um there was a new episode of the popular show parks and recreation they had a reunion uh the whole cast got on you know like one of the they did an episode that took place in 2020 
or April 2020 with all of the original cast like on a Zoom call basically and it's all about like Leslie you know Leslie no played by Amy Poehler she just wants to like check up on all of her friends make sure they're okay so then we get to see all of the characters from the the old show all coming together again and now I never got into Parks and Rec like I had watched a few episodes but like my mm-hmm. mom was a really big fan so we all watched the uh reunion episode and I'm sure I would have enjoyed it like a lot more if I had seen the show but it was like really nice it was really cute like um Chris Pratt his uh his character is still really funny Andy Dwyer uh Nick Offerman great uh Aubrey Plaza I just thought it was you know like I I kind of know the characters but like it was still pretty cute but um yeah Yeah, as I I also watched and I'm a pretty big fan of the show and Mm -hmm. it was it was interesting to see just how quickly everyone was able to just get back into character and like if it it seriously just felt like an old episode which is i feel like something hard to do if you're doing it over a zoom call or having a an episode that's based on everyone just like skyping each other and i really enjoyed all the side characters that showed up because obviously the main cast was all there Mm -hmm. but there were little segments that were like commercials where uh like jean ralphio played by ben Mm -hmm. schwartz who's one of my favorite characters on the show uh shows up and like does an ad and some of the like newscasters and talk show hosts mm-hmm. from Pawnee on the show do their little segments. So uh, it was really cool seeing a lot of those jokes come back. And of course, at the end of the episode, spoiler, they all sing probably one of the most iconic songs from the show, Bye Bye Little Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very much a big nostalgia trip. And they actually raised a bunch of money too. I think they raised like $2.5 million wow. for the charity that they were um, like sponsor like the charity that sponsored them or the charity they were doing that episode for yeah. so they really kind of uh resonated with a lot of people i guess so they got a lot of donations which is awesome yeah that's great i mean i i thought it was a cute episode i thought it was really cool that they could kind of get everyone together um to do this cool reunion episode and i thought it was well written and topical and all that so um, here's to a community yeah. <laughs> i was about to say they should do that <laughs> Come on, NBC. You see how successful this was? I don't think they could get Donald, but he's too busy. What? Well, wait, what's he busy doing right now? Everyone's in that's, quarantine. That's a good point. Oh, maybe making music. I guess that's true. I <laughs> but as I don't know. as the wise Joel McHale said, Donald Glover has not amounted to anything since the show ended. <laughs> when did he say that? No, it was like um he was on like James Corden or something, and mm-hmm. like obviously there was like Joel McHale being sarcastic, but yeah. like uh he was like oh we're all big fans of donald glover and joe McHale's like donald glover has not done anything significant since the show ended (laughs) it's like no i'm just kidding i feel like Uh, this is a little like fun fact i guess about the parks and rec one is that when mike sure the like creator or whatever called Mm -hmm. or contacted everyone pretty much he got yeses from the whole cast within 45 minutes to do this so i'm wondering how willing the community cast would be well, I mean, uh, I know they get asked about the movie all the time, and they're all like, yes. That's true. Like, I I don't think Chevy Chase would want to, yeah, or they would even want him. Um, I mean, I think, like, in the show, if we follow along with, like, the show, the show's canon, like, you can't, really. I guess that, well, he faked his own death, whatever. Spoilers. Oh. Um, what would you think that that episode would look like? I... I don't know. I think it would sort of be like, you know, 
I think like Abed would want to like call everyone and he's like, I want to do a where are they now episode. I feel like <laughs> that would be sort of like an Abed thing. Like it's like I want to check up on everyone, see how they're doing, and sort of like say it's like, oh, it's like a like a reunion special, see how the cast That's is doing. A great idea. I uh, the other thing that like the only thing I could think of would be some kind of like Greendale reunion where it's one of their famous dances, but it's over Zoom. So like the yeah. dean is hosting it or something, but it's just absolutely terrible, or it gets hacked or something. I don't know, <laughs> but I like that. Or Zoom paintball, even though it doesn't make any sense. Um, I feel like the the dance would be a funny idea. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but I feel like that could lead to some fun. Yeah, Dan Harmon. If you need some ideas, we got you. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah. We know you're listening. Mm-hmm. The whole cast is listening, obviously, because they're big fans. Yeah, they've been trying to. They've been trying to contact us for a while to you know, get I on mean, the show, we've been but really busy. But like, we understand, guys. Like, chill. Yeah, we'll you'll come on eventually. eventually. We have some. We have some other. We have a long line of. Members. We have a waiting list. Oh yes. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I mean, you gotta understand. It's a long list. Yes. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, do you want to talk about this? Um. Sure. Um. So yeah. I saw this uh, pretty recently. So last week we talked about uh, like the evolution of film and we kept talking about the term talkies, uh, which was like the, the term for the first sound films. It's a term that I think should be brought back. And apparently so does Ted Cruz because um, he recently introduced a bill uh, to ban the Pentagon from working with studios that censor movies in China, obviously a big uh, thing that's going on with a lot of big franchise films is certain things getting censored in China. Like, Mm. especially with Disney, like they, um, they censored in recent Pixar movie onward. There's one throwaway line uh, about a character who is gay, who has like their girlfriend. um, And that line got censored in like China and Russia and it's the thing that people have kind of been annoyed by because a thing that's been happening a lot lately is Disney or another studio will throw in uh, kind of just a throwaway uh, reference to like the LGBT community mm. or something like that. And then they can say that they're progressive and then just censor it in other countries easily. Yeah. Um, but so whatever your thoughts are on that, Ted Cruz um, just uh introduced this bill and it's called the script act and somebody really wanted this to spell out stopping censorship restoring integrity protecting talkies act which i thought was hilarious we don't really want to get political but we want to point out that it's a funny acronym it's like shield or love muffin yes um (laughs) they tried really really hard to get it to spell a word and script has to do with movies so yeah. then they got to use the word talkies. But yeah, so like despite whatever the political aspect of it, we thought that mm. that was uh, relevant to last week and also pretty strange and funny. It like, it really, stopping censorship, restoring integrity. I guess it works, Protecting but it's pretty talkies. dumb. I mean, yeah. You know, they could do whatever. Like Bring boy. back talkies. Regardless of your, regardless of your thoughts, you know your political thoughts on this but um i think we can all agree that this is kind of a strange name and definitely 
kind of forced, but uh, definitely protect the talkies. Protect the talkies. <laughs> oh lord. All right. Now getting into our main topic, we have an interview with singer songwriter rapper artist producer noah cansalo aka nxg what's up noah welcome what's up guys how y'all feeling good good, good. yeah how, how about you? you i'm feeling pretty good i can't complain i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah so um how are your finals you're you know preparing for finals i'm sure it's stressful yeah bro uh like after saturday or like sunday um, I'm gonna be in the clear in regards to work, so that's gonna be awesome. Because I'll just be able to focus on music. But these uh, these next few days are pretty uh, whatever, <laughs> to say the least. It's a <laughs> lot of work. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a stressful time. All yeah. right, so we can get right into the interview. So I guess just to start off, um, we could start like right off at the beginning. Um, how did you start making music? What was your first sort of experience with music and songwriting? Um, like, for me, I guess, like, I didn't, I never really wanted to make music until music spoke to me, uh, if that makes sense. So, like, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, like, I wasn't really, like, I, I didn't really have music that I felt, uh, truly touched on how I was feeling until, like, the seventh grade. Um, and then I, like, weirdly enough, I got hella into, like, Nirvana, like, all that, like, 90s mm-hmm. stuff. And that was the first music that I really liked. And it's crazy because the first music that I started making was obviously like a reflection of that. Like it was me, a guitar, like I want to have a rock band, everything. And no one wanted to do that. So it just didn't really work out. <laughs> um, but like I'm, obviously because of that, I sort of stumbled more into like rapping, things like that. Um, just because it's a lot more about how much you do on your own in the beginning, at least, and not having to rely on like a band. So that was the main reason why I made the transition over to hip hop. And then I also began to find music that spoke to me in that vein as well. <clears throat> Nice. So mm-hmm. you're like the transition to rap from, you know, like Nirvana and all the sort of 90s like rock was more like working by yourself and sort of being your own person as opposed to like being in a band where you're sort of, you know, everyone is sort of associated with the one band. Yeah. Well, I think it's also just about like when it's when it's the music comes from you alone, you only have to worry about am I putting in as much effort as possible when it's a bunch of other people. If someone is like lacking, the music's gonna sound like okay, like the bass is killing it, the guitar is like killing it, like the vocals killing it, but like the drums, like what is this nigga doing, bro? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what is going yeah. on? Like, like what? Something doesn't sound right, or like it just sounds off, or like doesn't sound like he cares as much as the other people in that. And like that was something that I found frustrating. I I didn't really feel like I found people who wanted it as much as I did. And that was more of the reason why I like began transition into music, where it was like, I right, what can I do on my own instead of needing other people like as much. So speaking of that, um, you mentioned like guitar. Um, do you you know try to mainly focus on vocals, or like do you play a lot of different instruments, or like what's the what's the situation there? Um, like when I'm making music, at least like I'm literally just focusing on my vocals. Um, like usually someone else is making the beat, like whether it be in front of me or like just having sent it to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you like mostly work with producers instead of uh, like, do you make any of the beats yourself? Um, sometimes like if I feel like it, I mean, well, crazy story. I thought, I thought that I was going to have to start off 2020, like at the beginning of 2020, I was like, oh, I, I think I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to learn to produce. Like no one's sending me beats. Like I'm going to have to do it. 
and luckily enough i didn't because <laughs> i got a lot of beats <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> like i got a lot of people are sending me stuff now but um yeah i can if need be but like i prefer not to i just haven't really uh, extended into that yet but i'm going to but i just need to like set aside some time <clears throat> yeah so like when you work with producers is it more like they make something send it to you and say what do you think of this or is it is there more like collaboration between that because like i never really I, I don't really understand you know the whole process like what's that like it depends it depends on who but i would say the ones who i at least like we work together the most like it's not even about production like we're friends first like, that's my man's like well he'll come over we'll chill you know what i'm saying like do our thing get in the vibe you catch what i'm saying like whatever yeah. and then like you know what i'm saying we'll just go upstairs like he'll just play some stuff but i like that i'll just freestyle some stuff in my voice memos all right but like next one do the same thing for maybe like 10 15 tracks that's like 10 15 ideas right there to listen to those later whichever one catches my ear then it's like i right, bet now i'm gonna go record that one like this one i like like this so i'm gonna actually like expand on it like make it out into a, a full song but i feel like just getting all those ideas down like allows you to just like just see which one naturally is gonna like catch your attention you'll know so from beginning to end then how long would you say it, it typically takes for you to get a full song like finished an hour hmm. really like it now is that just like the initial idea like you have like the melody rhythm no. and you have like, like i can go from nothing to a full song in an hour that's insane <laughs> really like, like once having chosen the like... beat no, no no like a full reference like it's not mixed and mastered but like oh, it's the okay. song like yeah, 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 and then it has to get mixed and mastered. Yeah, whether that's me or someone else, but just the creative aspect is like an hour, wow, forty-five. Cool. If I'm rushing, I can do thirty, but it's not going to be a great song. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty crazy because, like, I always imagine like it could take like a really long time to come up with like a really good idea. So that's really cool that you can do it in like that short amount of time. Sorry. So, um. Uh, what would you say? Let's like back to the beginning of like your sort of music career. What was like the first song you ever wrote? Maybe not necessarily the first you ever released, but like maybe like the first time you were like, "This is a song that I wrote." Um, it was definitely okay. Wow, that's crazy. You're making me think of this. Um, okay. <laughs> so I was, I was actually talking about this with um my friends because like we were all just joking um like a lot of my clients are people who i've known for a long time so they've like really seen like where i've come from i think that's another reason why they like trust me so much is they've seen how much work i've put in it like my business and my time like just time into it over time like so i would say when i first started recording stuff i was in seventh grade and i would do it like i had an old emac which is like it was a circular you know what i'm talking about it was circular oh, like a metal yeah. it was a metal frame like and then the screen was like kind of on this weird thing right mm -hmm. and so what i would do is i would put my guitar amp directly in front of the computer microphone like on the computer screen and record like that literally the shittiest quality ever but like <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was still cool it was like i was enthralled because i was like yo like that is something that I did. Like, that's yeah. so cool. Like, yeah. and I would run those songs over and over and over again. Um, but it was definitely some like rock screamo shit. Like, that was just what I was making <laughs> when I started. <laughs> they're all on. Uh, they're all. On, they're all on SoundCloud somewhere. But I just. Really? I'll never. I'll never tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, you talked a little bit about before about like the you know, being accountable for yourself, not 
worrying about like other members in something like a band. Um, so how has your experience been uh, like collaborating with other artists? Cause I know you've worked like with Lynn before uh, and some others. So like, what is that kind of experience yeah. like? I mean, I think it's different with everyone. I think again, like the people who I create the best stuff with is like, it's not even about that. It's like, we're just chill. And like, this is just what we do. And I would say that's more of like the relationship that I have with Lynn. Like that nigga on my head, like, like if I just, if I'd be messing around, like he'll call me out. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's almost like a, like a, a, a big brother, which is, which sounds nice, but it's also like kind of annoying. Like sometimes I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but even, even still, like, even still, like it's, I feel like it's a great person to be around and like, just to look at the person who I've become around that. Like, um, like I would say, I'm like extremely grateful for that. Um, with everyone else, I feel like, um, it's a little bit different, like, just cause we're not really as close. Um, but yeah, I mean, if like, if I don't really think that someone's like, I don't know, like doing as much as I am, then I'm like, I'm probably going to charge for a feature at that point. But like, if, like, if I, if I think it's something that makes sense for me, like then, um, or like something, or just like an artist who I like genuinely just like, like, oh yeah, like I fuck with you. Like, I like your sound, like then it's different, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even really like to collab, bro. It's just like. Like, it's just hard. It's Sometimes it's forced. It's just, like, it's just better when you know the person. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Do you get, like, a lot of, like, random people, like, in your DMs, like, hey, you want to collab or things like that? Mm, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but, I mean, no one's no one who actually wants to, who actually is serious about it approaches it like that. Mm. So it's just, like, yeah. they're just like you know, oh, you like, know. I want to do a song. Like, that's so cool. But, like, yeah, they're not really like, serious about it. No. Yeah. That's not that's not even a professional approach. Like professionals don't move that way. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone knows you start off. Oh, dude, I fucked with this specific thing that you did. That's already that shows you're engaged. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I've actually been watching you. I actually care about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like yeah, actually so networking. Like, like, oh, I just want to do a song. I love your shit. Like, okay, can you name any of my tracks? No. So, what's <laughs> up? Yeah, I feel that. So, um, like earlier, you were saying like, oh, you made that transition into rap in and you didn't really do that until like the music started speaking to you so was there like a specific artist or artists that that's when it like started speaking to you that sort of like molded how the rest of your music would play out yeah um like uh so i went to i went to made in america i think it was like 2015 Mm. and i like had i just i lost myself in that like that's sort of (laughs) when i lost like i found that all that stuff um, and I would definitely say, like, weirdly enough, it was Earl Sweatshirt, like, kind of like a indie off-stream, like, not mainstream, but, like, I don't know. His wordplay was crazy to me, and I felt like he was describing situations that I'd actually been in. So I was like, how does this man know me? Like, that's just weird. But it obviously intrigued me. But it was just funny because I, I just got into all, like, the albums that everyone knew just, like, so late. Like, i just come around and be like, yo, like, like have y'all heard this? And he'd be like, bro, like, this is, like, a year and a half old. Like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, do you, out of like all of the songs that you put out, because you put out a, a ton of music, um, mm-hmm. is there what would you say is your favorite, like out of all of them? I can't pick a favorite child. <laughs> I guess that's wow. true. I didn't think of it like that. <laughs> very, uh, very wow. Because um, each one taught me something, like for real, for real. So it's like, like, I don't know. I don't even. I couldn't even choose. I don't even know how much. I don't even know everything that's out for real. I mean, that's that like a good way to think about it. Like, you know, you spend all this time in all these different songs, and they each mean something different to you. So it's not like, oh, 
like I like this this one's my favorite because they all sort of yeah have a different it's also like if you created a high volume it's like each one is you should try something different on each thing and then you begin to you begin to hear okay this works like I did this this time like you know I'm gonna try that doing this like just mixing and matching your ideas like all that sort of stuff yeah hmm. so if you like just like looking through your Spotify like like Will said you have like a lot of music out and it seems like I think the first like bigger project that you had was uh, your EP Note to Self in 2018. Is that right? Was that like the first like bigger project that you did? Um, did you yeah, I, no, I would say I would say it was in Loving Memory. In Loving Memory, like okay. your first big project. Yeah, so I would like, say Note to Self. I was still kind of like understanding mm-hmm. how so, to actually move. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about in Loving Memory. So that was like your first like album. Like, what was sort of like the inspirations leading up to that? Like, what made you say like these are the ideas that, like, I want to talk about, but, like, I got to talk about this in a full album, not just, you know, a single or two. Um, I think I wanted to showcase just, like, my, like, different uh, sounds and, like, different flows. Um, and I also wanted to talk about, like, just some of the subject matter for, like, how I've been feeling, some of the things I've gone through and put those experiences out there. <coughs> excuse me um to see if anyone could really relate or like if it might help anyone um and yeah i mean i don't know i think also too i was i was really i just like come out of a time of like almost um like just maturation just getting older and i felt like the younger me had died and the person who um i was becoming was being born and that was where like in loving memory was was like the that new person just being like like mourning the old person almost it's really interesting and i think that kind of goes along with like like the very first line of the album the very first song you're like i had a dream where i watched a younger version of me grow up no like something, something die like i think or... oh die die was it die i don't know yes yeah. i think it was die yeah yeah um yeah but that i guess that sort of you know reflects like oh the younger version of you is dead and now you're like a completely different person so is it more like or like the in loving memory like you're looking back at that younger person Mm, no, it's more like this is this this is the last say from that younger person. This is the last word from that person. Okay, that's really interesting. So, do you um like this is like I, the last you'll you'll ever hear of me? Okay. Um, I thought I remember seeing on your Instagram like you having this goal of getting a certain amount of songs out this year. Is that like what's um what's going on with that? Like, do you have a big goal for how much music you want to create? Um, yeah, so I said a song every three weeks, um, and so far I've stuck with that, I'm at five on the year, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to continue, I might change my mind, and roll things out once a month instead of every three weeks, mm-hmm. okay. um, but yeah, I've just, I've just been playing around with some different ideas. Yeah, that's pretty cool, and, uh, you just released... Uh, one this past Monday, right? It hey, yeah, go get that. Yeah, yeah. It's, hey, yeah. It's so good. I gotta, it's, thank like, you. It's, it's been stuck in my head for the past couple of days. Like, yeah, so many of good. the stuff that you're on and the songs that you do, like, are con- like it's stuck in my head all the time. Like, even if I've listened to them once, I'll be like, "What's going through my head?" And then I remember because your stuff is really good. Yeah, it's, it's it like sounds really like it sounds like it sounds like it's doing its job. <laughs> yes, and like I, I think when I listen to it, like. Well, I think it kind of 
like when I listened to like I was just listening to In Loving Memory just to like kind of get ready for this interview and I get a lot of like Juice World or like Trippy Red vibes mm. from music, just sort of that sort of melodic rap and maybe sort of the music like the actual like instruments in the songs and it just you know it, like it's not really like that sort of like mainstream hip hop sort of like Drake or something like that it just mm. feels different mm. like, you, like, I feel like you, I feel like I feel like it's just like it's just like the product of when you have someone who listens to that type of music, like guitars, like heavy distortion, like like not Metallica, like I mean not like metal uh, stuff, but like you know like close to it, and then like now now that person's coming to trap, like you know they want to hear guitar, like they want to hear you know what I'm saying they don't want to hear that soft like. You know, what I'm saying that that I mean, I not I love Drake, but I'm not. That's not what I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying no, to get I, 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 Yeah, I feel like you're doing like a lot of different things. Like just listening to the album, like a lot of the instruments you used, I thought were really unique. Like not really things that I had been hearing before. And yeah, I think I think I think too though. I also that also is really like it depends on like like who who's around too, who I'm working with because. I feel like I was I was also limited by what producers I had available, and I can say that now, like with the privilege of hindsight, because I've also built a bigger network of people, and so I'm like, okay, now I can I know who can do what, you know what I'm saying? Like who can you know match who with who, shit like that. <coughs> it's a great feeling, honestly. Yeah, just sort of like seeing where you come from, and now you have a better perspective of like the kind of sound you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so uh, I want to talk about like a bit about your songwriting process. So let's say like you sit down, you're like, I have this idea, and you sit down, like you said, it doesn't take super long to sort of process that into an idea. But like writing lyrics and all that, like, what is the typical songwriting process like for you? So it's two parts. Like there's the um, there's the idea phase, which is well, it also depends. No, no, well, no, there are two parts, and it's the idea phase where it's just like a voice memo. So I, I always have to do it the first time I hear, hear the beat. Like I can't have heard the beat before. Like for me to freestyle like the idea out because it's like the most raw. Usually, sometimes I'll have to go back, but usually it's the first time. And um, I'll just like freestyle melody over the beat um, and then I'll come back to it later. And if I like it, then I'll actually take, like just basically send that to myself, put that in the, like, in the software next to the beat, like, line them up so I can, it's literally, like, sounds like it's in the song. And then I'll just record my lyrics, like, over that. Like, I don't write anything down. It's just, like, just record it. So, um, I know something, like, for instance, in something like Mission, it's a song that definitely sounds like it's you talking about your journey, your aspirations. Would you say that the majority of your music is coming, like, from you, or are you trying to tell a story? Or are you trying, like, um... Is it different for every song, or do you typically try to like bring that out, just like from your emotions, from your experiences? Um, y- yeah. Like you're just sort of like more about yourself, and like like the, like the lyrics and the ideas of the songs are coming more from your experiences. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's cool. Um. Yeah, actually, I did want to ask you about, like, Will mentioned Mission, but there was one song off the album. I want to talk about, is it SNA or is it, like, SNA or something? Like, 
S N A. It stands for S-N-A. side side nigga anthem. Oh. Okay. Um. Okay, that makes like a lot more sense to like what the song. I think that was probably like my favorite off the album, and it seemed like it was to me. It was like at least outwardly like I kind of related it to it the most. Mm. Like you're talking about like you're like oh in this life I found that I'm better off alone. Um. That's a huge theme for mind. me. Just like kind of being alone and working by yourself. Yeah. Or just like, just like, especially like investing in like a partner romantically is usually more of a distraction than (laughs) something that I found to be worthy. Mm. That makes sense. At least for right now. Like, I'm just not in that phase right now. Yeah, I get that. And I feel like that sort of comes out in the song. Like, the little, little dialogue thing in the beginning when you're like talking to the girl and you're like, can you keep it casual? She's like, what do you mean casual? Like, it's just sort of that you're like not in the right mindset. Yeah, that's just so funny that you that you brought up the intro <laughs> on that song. That's just so funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean that it just sort of like stuck out to me, and yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool. I like that. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, so, um, what would you say are like? Do you have like a solid idea of like where you want to go in the future? Or are you just sort of like going day by day? Like oh, I want, I know what I like. I want to keep creating, but like it'll come to me when it comes to me. Um, where where do I want to go as what? In terms of I like guess music, like, mm-hmm. like music as an artist. Like, do you want to like keep doing what you're doing? Do you want to like branch out into other areas or anything like that? Um. I'm not. I'm not. I'm confused. Like, keep doing what I'm doing in terms of music, and like branch out in terms of, like other disciplines. I guess, like, I mean, I guess just like keep kind of keeping confined in music. Like, do you want to keep like the type of music that you're putting out? Like, do you want to oh. like, do you want to like try like other kinds of music? Oh no, this is just the beginning. Hmm. Right. So do you, do you have like a solid idea? Of, like, I want to keep going as long as I can, or is it like? You're like, because like I feel like some people might be like, oh, I want to like drop, you know, five albums and then be done. Or do you just want to like keep doing music? I mean, yeah, I think I think my entire life I'm gonna do music in some form or another, whether that is like later. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, cause I enge- I mean, I engineer as well, so like I'm definitely gonna have like a studio or whatever, and like whatever, be working with people through that, which could then lead to A&R positions, like, you know, like, so a lot of different things could happen, so I'm just keeping my options as open as possible. Um, in terms of artistry, I just want to be able to live off of doing what I love, so, um, and then figure out how to scale from there. Um, and then I've also, I think I've seen you've done some live shows, what's, what's that been like, where have you been able to perform, and what's the experience been like with that? Yeah, um, I've performed, like, quite a bit. I'm, like, a few years ago, we did a show with, um, Wabian Namir, right when his, uh, that song dropped. That oh, really? Rubbing off the paint. Um. Are you, you, like, performed with him? Yeah. That's at Coda. Cool. Wow. It was, like, a sold-out show. It was, like, 600 people there, I think. Wow. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, my roommate, my roommate said that the fucking uh, <laughs> the floor was shaking and he almost had an anxiety attack. <laughs> oh my god. 
she was did you like open up for him or was it like kind of performing alongside him? Um, we went right before him. Oh, that's that's really cool. Was it like you say we? Was it like you and Lim or were you? Yeah. Or someone else? It was you and Lim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, performed Nyamza, performed with Cap G, um, Dizzy Wright, um, who else? Oh, um, Young Nudie, um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Now, like, most, like, other, those artists you kind of listed, like, I don't know, like, I hadn't really heard it, because, like, I'm still sort of get right getting into uh the hip-hop scene but like talking like you've worked with a lot of artists um would there be like any you want to like specifically shout out like oh go listen to their music like which artists that you like have worked with personally like um, what, like, what are say, they like what do you like about them i would say like i'll say yeah you gotta go listen to Lim. hard working mm-hmm. as fuck for real for real you gotta listen to Eli, Eli six one six. He's hard, big inspiration on me. He was actually one of the people who helped me like ditch writing and just start freestyling for real. Um, and who else do I fuck with? Um, oh, you gotta check out Rigo. You gotta check out Forever. Um, and um. Oh yeah, uh, the bull NXG, yeah, the. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Um, That's me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sure to check you out more. But um, so if you could pick like a cup, like one or a few, like really popular, like famous rappers to work with, like who would you choose? Who would you most want to work with? Uzi. Lil Uzi? Yes. Yeah, and why's that? It's my that's my favorite rapper. Yeah. I yeah. I can I, I can kind of see the like the inspiration, like the resemblance listening to the music. I haven't listened to too much Uzi, but like I have I'm like sort of trying to get into it more, but uh, I can definitely see the resemblance, so it's a good choice. <laughs> Are there any other artists that like inspire you? Tyler the Creator, Frank Ocean. Um, I love Tyler. Um, Drake, obviously. Mm-hmm. Jay Critch, Rich, Rich the Kid, um, J.I. Prince of NY. Um, Trippy, Trippy, obviously, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Justin Rari. Big Baby Gucci. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Seems like sort of a uh, good variety of interest. Like, um, do you still listen to, like, some of the older stuff that you, like, Nirvana and all the 90s rock that you used to listen to before you sort of transitioned to rap? Do you still listen to those and still feel, like, inspired by them? No. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I definitely still feel inspired. Like, I'll definitely go back because like I know that music, like I learned all that stuff on the guitar. Like I can play through yeah. all of Nevermind on the guitar. Maybe not like well, but like pretty rustily. Yeah. Like, but like I can, like because I used to know that. Like that used to be my bread and butter. So it's just like when I go back to that, it's like almost going back to my roots. Just to, like check in, like realign, just like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, 
but I think I think it's really cool too because it's like you can almost hear it. Like for example, space on um, in loving memory. Like we literally just listened to Nirvana all day, and then we made that. That's one of my favorites. That song is that. like so disorienting, but also yeah. amazing. It's so I weird. I could definitely now that you mentioned it, like I could definitely see that. Like yeah. it is really cool. I think it's very different from other things, just like a different sound, but. I, yeah. I can I can see that now. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So um. Oh, I just forgot what I was gonna ask. Um. So like you've been you know doing music for a while. Like what is that like being a musician and artist combined with being like a student going to college? Like how can you? How is like the balance between like your music career and like your school work? Mm, treacherous but it works <laughs> are you like a, are you like a music major nope what's your what's your major i'm a comedy major okay. oh, oh that's cool so you just like it, it so it's not really much crossover like it, uh, if you were like a music major you'd be doing like music theory class and all that but is there really like crossover between like i have a music kind of minor like i have a oh. um and then i have a music industry minor as well but mm. um yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I like the, the, the theory stuff is really cool because um, it helps me, like, understand keys and just, like, chords and stuff like that. Um, so I, I played piano for, like, 10 years, so I'm just trying to, like, get back on that um, too. But, um, and, like, also doing that, like, singing and playing, which is, like, actually insanely hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially yeah, especially yeah. to give a hundred to both is like whoa like okay hold up yeah yeah you have to be like really cool but i'm gonna figure it out but it's whatever of course uh you also had a short stint in 54th and city <laughs> no <laughs> wait that that taught me i think because I, I mean everything like the way i look at things is like everything teaches me something um mm-hmm. and like is it like it just becomes a thing of like is it like do I still need it to be taught or have I learned the lesson? And I think the thing that I learned from you guys was about energy because Christian, you you would have us do like all this dynamic stuff in the songs. And I was like, yo, like that's genius. Like, <laughs> cause like I wasn't, I wasn't doing that before. So I, I heard you doing that. I was like, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna have to steal that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, being in like a group like that definitely makes you think about like, um, just, everything that you're doing like while you're performing it just yeah all the blending that you have to do even like with the other singers and then all the energy you have to put out it's definitely like a lot to you learn a lot for sure yeah yeah, we definitely enjoyed having you in the group yeah Yeah, that'd be fun but i I just figured i was like look like honestly like i'm not gonna commit 100 percent to this and it's at this point Mm. it's just gonna be unfair no yeah no so it's like what i mean that's cool that like you're like oh i learned something from that and that makes me that makes me feel cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So um I guess like another question, just like to any like you know, like aspiring artists or songwriters or anything like that, um, who are listening, uh, what would you what kind of advice would you give? Like I know like I'm trying to uh you know do my own kind of music like i've been working on that for a while so like what kind of advice would you as like i'd say a pretty successful artist what kind of advice would you give to everyone in, uh like aspiring to do their own music um 
get out of your own way. Um, in a sense that, like, stop trying to wait for that perfect entrance or that perfect whatever. Like, just start doing. Because, like, there's no perfect entrance. Like, your first song or your first thing that you're going to release is going to suck compared to your 50th. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the sooner you get that first and the first 49 out the way, the faster you're going to get to the 50th. Which mm-hmm. is going to be the higher quality one. So you got to think about it like that. Um, you stop being hard on yourself. Stop judging yourself when you're creating. It's like, let everything sort of just happen. Judge after. Assess after. Um... And then also, it's not about the music, <laughs> sadly, but it's not. So, what would you say, like, it's it's about, then? Um, like, everyone, like, when it gets to a certain point where everyone makes good music, and then it's about how can you get people's attention. So, how are you trying to get out there? How are you trying to get your name out there? How are you, are you getting on the Explore page? What are you doing to get on the Explore page? All that sort of stuff is, is then what it becomes once you've got the music that will, like, that's the, just the foundation. It's the first mm-hmm. 20%. And the other 80% is how do you market it and get it in front of people. Yeah. Do you have any tips specifically on how to like <laughs> market yourself and like like networking and all that? Mm, networking, just like I would just say always focus, like find a skill that you have. And Christian, like you as a musician, like it's going to be easy for you. Find a skill that you have and figure out how you give it to the people you want to work with. And they will come and they will, yeah. they will literally be the easiest thing ever. Like, it's like, yeah, that's, yeah. Just, but always think about how you can give to people, especially people you want to work with or especially people you want to like build a relationship with. It's like a friendship, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta stop thinking about it as this person has what I want and think about like, this is a person, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to be approached like that. They want to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can do something for them, show them, tell them, like, you know what I'm saying? But don't ask for what you want until. Yeah, sort of like giving, giving yourself to them instead of seeing like, hey, like, you would sound good on my thing. Like it's more of like, oh, we can work together and like together. Someone's someone's way someone's way less likely to care about your interaction if you follow them and you DM them. Yo, whatever, big fan. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Now you repost some of the, you repost five of their things and then you tell that to them. They're gonna they're gonna notice you. Mm-hmm. Support your artist friends, everyone. You hear that? <laughs> Support your artist friends. You're so we're networking with real relationships. Mm-hmm. yeah like don't try yeah just don't be fake like actually support yeah. people yeah. like actually care like tune in like i don't know i just literally i just turn all the people who i like really fuck with on instagram just turn on post notifications so that i know exactly when they're posting i can see their stuff mm-hmm. like making sure i'm not noticing it because instagram will also be messing people's stuff up like That's sometimes I won't, I won't see i yeah. won't see stuff that i want to see and i'll find it later and i'll be like what <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but yeah yeah Cool. Uh, I don't know, do you have anything else, Will? No, I think that's. I think we covered pretty much everything. I definitely learned a lot uh, from. Yeah. Just like in the way of, I feel like a lot of the things that you've talked about apply to more than music, just like to life in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. I think it applies to any sort of like passion or hustle that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sort of like keeping, keeping yourself focused and you know being real. You can sort of take that kind of advice in yeah. whatever career you pursue anything like that all right well um i mean i think that's it uh yeah, thank you so much for coming so on much. here and answering our questions and talking yeah. with us no problem <laughs> yeah and um thank you everybody for listening uh go stream aya out on 
It's a wizard, it's like all platforms? Yeah, it's available everywhere. Just search N-X-G-E-Y-Y. And then, yeah. Like, you should be yeah. Because he knows. But yeah. But, um, yeah, check out NXG, all his stuff. Uh, check out the other artists he mentioned. Check out 5437 on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, but uh, thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, no problem. Good. All right, and thank you. Thanks for having me. Of yep, course. No problem. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Yep, see ya.